We have a very special guest today, Owen Benjamin, who uh, is going to talk about being banned from Rockfin uh, and other platforms for that matter, as well as uh, Bertaria is a homestead. And I know there are a lot of people who've been following Owen for a long time. I've been trying to get him on for a long time because many of you know, I interviewed Martin Floriani, the CEO of Rockfin to talk about how uh, I think a platform that purports itself to be a free speech platform uh, made the decision to ban somebody. So we're going to get into all that, but a heads up for folks who are watching this on YouTube, we're probably going to cut the stream at some point earlier on simply because I want Owen to be able to talk freely about stuff. And uh, we all know how things work on YouTube. So before we get started, I just want to give you guys a heads up. Um, as we all know, you can support my work with a high altitude Malbec. These are Malbecs from Argentina, very remote regions of Argentina. Thankfully, I can now drink them uh, two and a half weeks postpartum. So have a glass of wine in honor of free speech and uh, the newest producer of the team. Uh, like I say, it could go towards his college fund, but we're kind of hoping he doesn't go to college because we all know what happens when you go to college these days. Anyway, allisonwinepromo.com, you get 50% off of my favorite wines and 50% off shipping, and uh, you get to support my work while you're at it. So thanks again, everybody. Let's bring in our guest, uh, the one and only Owen Benjamin. Okay, so Owen, as I was telling you before we got started, when I was a TV news reporter in Seattle, it was my brother who told me to start watching you, and... Uh, and I would take these really long drives because I'm an environmental reporter. <laughs> and I was like an environmental reporter that was full in on, you know, the narratives. Like, um, you know, my boss wouldn't let me question. Well, when I started asking questions about vaccines, for instance, then he told me he would never let me question climate change. So it was a big mess. But I thought it was really funny to listen to your videos as I'm going to these stories and I'm thinking to myself, like, what's really going on here? I think if I were to say, you know, the top 10 people that that uh, love them or hate them, but get you thinking and really did get me starting to think about stuff, because I was open to it. I just had never really been exposed to a lot of these ideas before that led to the end of my career. I would put you probably on that list. So thank you. <laughs> because oh, I like my life a lot better now. That's great. Yeah, I think other people have thanked me for ending their careers and they actually <laughs> and they actually mean it. They're like, looking back, I'm glad I'm not doing that that thing anymore, you know? Well, one of the things that I think I've started to realize is I've gone down the path of just focusing basically on people who get booted from mostly these big tech platforms and folks who lose their jobs and stuff for for sharing their ideas is more and more I think I'm I'm starting to realize that if I want to have any degree of certainty about what I believe in, I, I really need to see it outside my window, which is why I've gotten really into like growing a garden and raising yeah, yeah. my kids and doing all this stuff. Cause it's like, why, why am I going to focus all of my mental energy on stuff that's degrees of intellectual separation that I, I may never really have the opportunity to confirm, but I can tell you if I grew a cucumber, I can tell you what my horses look like. I can tell you what my kids are doing, you know, and I, I've been interested in your journey too, because it seems like you, you know, you're moving in and have been for quite a while from a path of sort of Hollywood frivolity and sort of illusion to trying to, I don't know, grasp onto something really real. So, so it's been interesting to watch your journey. Um, since we're talking about that, let's talk about Bertaria. Uh, real fast. What is Bertaria for people who don't know? Well, it's such a good question. It, it's, how do I describe Bertaria? Well, at first it started, it was right during the, um, I'm just trying to watch my language on YouTube. I don't know what they even flag anymore, but there was an, a, you know, uh, 
uh, a quote unquote bug that was flying around two and a half years ago. And everybody right. was was kind of terrified. And so I wanted to redirect people's, um, uh, you know, attention somewhere positive, because that's usually what you do in times of trauma. And I could tell it was uh, fake from the beginning. You know, I was calling it out from from the very, very beginning that it was somehow a illusionary, as you just described, tactic, because it wasn't in our world at all. And it was obviously being manipulated for financial reasons. And so I started getting people really into um, into gardening, into stuff that they could do with their own hands. And so I, I would ask people for videos about their Bertari. I came up with Bertari. It's kind of like Tartari. Everyone was talking about Tartari. I'm like, that's also um, something we can't prove. It's also something from our past. And I almost saw the psychological effect of being like, look at these stone domes, look at all this stuff from our past, free energy. Uh, and I'm like, but what about right now? So I was getting people to send videos of their Bertaria, which is like where they're growing. I was trying to invert the inversions where it's like, instead of a hill to die on, it's a hill to grow on, you know, persistence is fertile. Uh, you know, um, a, a hill to, yeah, like a hill to grow on, not a hill to die, because people are getting so morbid. And so then we started crowdfunding for like a, a little piece of land in North Idaho to have uh, weddings on and receptions and get togethers and all this. And so we did all that. And during a time when people were not allowed to have weddings in their church or they couldn't have funerals or they couldn't have anything, like the whole world just shut down. And now people are pretending like it didn't happen. Uh, we tried to find a solution to that. And so um, we did. And during the COVID lockdowns, we had weddings and receptions and and camp camping and all this. And then the media started attacking. The media went crazy and compared it to uh, Ruby Ridge, of course, and all this stuff. And that I was somehow some cult leader. And it couldn't have been more the opposite. And the beauty is we have it all in documentary format if anybody wants to watch it at buildingbertaria.com there's two really good documentaries that we shot about it and so yeah that's that's what that was it was a good time i thought you guys did a really i mean i haven't watched all of it but i've really enjoyed what i've seen so far i think it's really well shot and uh and edited and i love this is one of my favorite opening parts of it besides the fact that you can tell how cold it is and the coffee and it's just very baroque i guess um, but the one thing that I thought was interesting was you guys start with all of these quotes from the ghosts of Christmas past, I guess. These comedians from from like Joe Rogan to Theo Vaughn to I was Whitney Cummings. And, you know, and I'm curious, as somebody who kind of has made that transition from I don't know what you what do you call them now? Just establishment comedians like what what would be your word for the, the in group? Uh, gatekeepers because they, okay, they the literally gatekeeper. do gate the uh they they keep the gate so they they establish what you're allowed to make fun of and if anyone goes past that they get shut down and so a lot of people don't understand what gatekeeper really means it's um it's kind of like handler like the the handler of the mass consciousness so you know dave Chappelle and bill burr and joe rogan and these guys are the ones that establish the line and that's as far as you're allowed to go with intellectual thought or mockery or questioning because the comedian has something called jester's privilege where you're allowed to make fun of the quote unquote king. And so during the nonsense with uh, 
the masks and all and the all that stuff. It was our job to make fun of it. It's our job to make fun of uh, the Me Too movement or our job to make fun of David Hogg or any of these like topics that I would get in so much quote unquote trouble for. They were tending the gate. And so the gate says, you know, not until this time can you make fun of this. You can't make fun of this foreign policy or blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, you know, sellouts. And it's kind of like someone sells their name, sells their audience in exchange for money. And I used to be more angry about these people, but now I'm, I'm not at all. I, I don't, I think they're selling out themselves because, you know, one of the, the, the sayings in the bears is no one's having more fun than us. And that's true. I mean, I've been kicked off, forget about Rockfin, Airbnb, PayPal, Venmo, Vimeo, YouTube, uh, all of it. It's just like every uh, Patreon. I, I was in a lawsuit with them for two and a half years because they were trying to monitor my off-platform language. Uh-huh. It was all. It was a joke that's now hacky. That's the thing that makes it so funny. Is in two years when people ask, "Hey, Ro- hey, Martin from Rockfin, like, what did you kick Owen off for?" It's going to sound absurd. But what happens is they just have this mentality, like, "Oh, Owen's so bad. He just always goes too far. He's crazy." But I have in writing why Patreon kicked me off. It was my pound me too joke. The whole joke was about that. I, I go to a, a woman's rights meeting, uh, um, uh, parade or whatever they're called. And I was like, the whole joke is dramatic irony. Like, I don't understand what's happening. And I'm like, ladies, calm down. You're being a little too aggressive. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like the pound me too movement, pound me too, pound me too. Everyone pound me too. And then, <laughs> The whole joke is that I don't understand it's a hashtag, so it's a pound symbol. So I have in writing Patreon saying, you're making fun of the victims of sexual abuse, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, it was that I didn't follow the gatekeepers. The Joe Rogan had me on his show to tell me that I'm my tweets are going too far. And the one in the tweet that he highlighted is now mm-hmm. absurd. He said, my Sean King joke. I said, I don't want slavery to come back, but I kind of do just so Sean King admits he's white. That was too far for Joe Rogan, right? The guy who try, tries to get young kids to take DMT, you know? And um, and that's it. It was harmless. And so Martin from Rockfin, the joke was uh, about Shaquille O'Neal looking like a gorilla. That was the whole joke. And if you go right now to Shaquille O'Neal's Twitter, it's him as a gorilla because he looks like a gorilla. Like, I, I, I was in the movie House Bunny with Shaquille O'Neal. And really good guy and definitely resemble and it's not because of his race he just is huge and looks like a gorilla like he does videos where he's like going up to gorillas in a zoo and they're thinking like it's just like it's a joke it's funny and so um i don't if i don't really know why they target me so much more than other people because dave Chappelle has done my he did my lgbt joke word for word and um i can send you that video if you ever want to show it but um and then they pretend like I'm somehow evil and they're they're cutting edge. But it might have to do with the fact that that I'm competition or something. I don't know. Or I'm just not following the protocols. I don't know. But either way, we, we built our own social media, our own platforms. And that's the way to go. You know, I have a much more enjoyable life now than I did when I was wondering what everyone thought of me, you know. They do seem to be a little bit a little bit bewildered by the whole um like wilderness thing. I mean, didn't uh, somebody say in the opening he's got weapons and skills? Some guy, like a podcaster, is like he's got weapons and skills. Oh, and- Anthony Cumia, yeah, he was. He sounded terrified, even though Anthony Cumia has faced like domestic violence charges. 
Um, but, but, but I'm, but I'm scary because I milk goats. It's just like, there's a madness in the world right now and they like to project. So they look at someone like me with four kids under seven, no criminal record. My skills are that I can, I've, I run an organic farm. Like I own a farm. And, um, so my family makes our own cheese and butter and milk and yogurt and all of our fresh vegetables and fruit trees and, we have a well and we have, you know, uh, electric generators and all this stuff that people are now starting to see is something they should worry about because the supply chains are fragile. You know, these things are a situation. So as you can see here in this video, uh, community building and morality is by far the most valuable thing in the world, way more than money and all that stuff. And so when you get a bunch of men together with like-minded goals where you just want a good family and you want a healthy food and you want to live a life without a lot of suffocating lying. Um, you can just do that. And then these people get so scared and angry, you know, they're like, he has skills. It's like, yeah, and you should too. And, uh, you know, I do, uh, live streams with my wife and kids and a lot of women look up to my wife because she's, uh, such a good cook and such a good mom and, and just so wonderful that it makes the media's attack on me really difficult because they're like, because so many people would like to have a life like mine that it doesn't really make sense. And then when you start quoting my jokes as to why I'm not allowed on PayPal, like why I've kicked, been kicked off internet banking, it's just, it's just absurd. All right, before, I, I want to ask you about, you brought up the coverage like from the spokesman review and the mainstream news about Bertaria and what you're doing and everything. But I wanted to ask you about the criticism you've gotten from like alternative media folks or, you know, people who like, let me hear, I'll, um, let me show you this. Uh, well, if I have it, nah, I'll bring it up later. If there's a Reddit thread, there's a Reddit thread. Yeah, here we go. I got it. Uh, where, Somebody talks about, you know, in a nutshell, what is Bertaria and who is Owen Benjamin? And this is what, okay, this is what it looks like. Real quick, before we go, though, is is the author named or are they just? Semtex 12. Exactly. That's not valid. Like, we can go through and read everybody's bit shoot comments, but that's not real. This isn't, this is total bullshit. Like, Owen Benjamin is a D with SX Hollywood who's grift and warp. I lost my agent and manager because I called out the trans hormone abuse on kids, specifically a guy named Jesse Thorne. That's the fact. People on Reddit with no names and no faces that are most likely a bunch of sick uh, people want to pretend like I'm a failure. So then I went to start homesteading. When in reality, I have all the documentation. It's a fact. That's what happened. I was repped at CAA, Principato Young, and I was currently on a college tour when I was openly tweeting about Jesse Thorne's five-year-old he was going to put on hormone blockers. They said that I had to either apologize or, you know, go back on what I was saying or else they were going to drop me. I would not go back. They dropped me. So then I started a career outside of that. I had 250,000 YouTube um, subscribers. I was self-producing my own stand up selling it on vimeo it was doing really well you can still get them on amazon and so then they started hammering me again oh Owen benjamin's this cult leader you know racist bigot homophobe all this stuff and then that's all reddit is reddit is like the the bowels of the world it's like youtube without any con without any content it's just comments and so look that has 26 upvotes 
And yeah, it, no, and I, I mean, I'm not even bringing it up because the person's legitimate or whatever, but because I've gotten this comment from other people also, like, in the chat, okay, uh, that Bertaria was a way to just make money. This is what this is what this person says, and I, I, you know, I've gotten this question, so I want to throw it your way so you can respond to it, that it was just a way to raise money so you could get a homestead and people, like, pay you to work on your land, and yeah, it never that's, ended that's up becoming false. what it was supported to be. Yeah, that's insane. That's not, it's provably false. I didn't make a dime on any of that. I bought land with it. Every bit of it went to get that land. I haven't used the land in a year because of those, because people like you, no offense, take those people seriously. And so people- I, I'm not, I'm asking you because I wanted you, I wanted- You I was have one hour to talk and you bring up a Reddit thread and have me comment on something that literally isn't true at all. I bought this land after selling my house in Washington. And I sold two houses in New York that I had that I was running out that I was no longer allowed on Airbnb. You want me to respond to Reddit comments? That's what you want to do with my time for an hour? No, I, uh, Owen, I'm, I'm bringing it up because I've gotten like 10 questions about it. And so I wanted you to be able to respond to it because if it's not true, you know, I don't, I don't know. And that, there's other stuff like that in this article. So that's, since I do mainstream media bias and I know that they get stuff wrong a lot. I wanted to throw it your way so you could correct the record. So you think I'm an ex-comic starting a Ruby Red style com compound? You want me to no, correct No, this is, I told you I was going to show the spokesman review. Remember, we talked about this before we went live. That guy's not even, that guy's not even uh, in a wheelchair. That guy fakes it. We went to his house. It's in the documentary. I've addressed all of this in the documentary. But if you want That's me to, again, I, yeah. I I'm, showed not it at running the beginning. A, I'm not running a scam. That's... That's crazy. And the people on Reddit are not uh, depicting me properly at all. But if you want me to talk about that, I, I will. I'm also not trans. I'm six <laughs> foot eight. Okay, I'm not transgender. My wife didn't leave me four years ago. I actually got three more kids out of her. All right, I'm not running a grifting scam. In fact, I'm one of the most honest people on the internet. Like, th th it's just total slander. And so I, I, I don't know why people like that shit. Like Gavin McGinnis faked an FBI raid, but yet that was no one I was going to ask you about, you know, pretending to be raided by the FBI, but yet I tried because I don't even get to enjoy this land. Like we're currently crowdfunding land for Missouri so that they can do, um, you know, skill building exercises, all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be able to go once a year, maybe. And so I use my platform to help other people. And if that and that draws ire and anger from people on Reddit. And it's crazy. Those people have attacked my house. Those people have sent CPS to my house. They've sent animal control. They've they've done all kinds of crazy shit. They've tried to swap me like five times. It's gotten me closer to the police. Mm -hmm. So so sorry if I'm getting a little snappy with you, but if you just did <laughs> okay. a little bit of like, you know, this isn't this isn't like fun and games when I have to sit down with CPS because Reddit has made a thread that I'm selling child porn and crack cocaine out of my house. You know, that's not journalism to, to take that seriously and to then confront me with it on an open platform. So I know that people like you that have been in mainstream journalism don't understand that what you're doing isn't journalism. It's it's like actually like very demented and demonic. You want to write about journalism, like look, write about something positive, like actually look at stuff. Don't don't quote these sick bastards on Reddit that have tried to make people's lives a living hell. 
No, I mean, I'm glad you brought all that up because the whole reason I even went to the spokesman article and that is because I realized the damage that, that it does, you know? And I realized that like for years uh, I participated in saying stuff like that without even asking the person, you know, what, what's up. And so that's why I do throw it your way just because it's like, you know, if this is the, this is what the spokesman review is saying. Hi. Hi. Sorry. My daughter just walked into the room. She must have known it was a code red. She's the producer. (laughs) Um, Hey, where's your daddy? Thank you. (laughs) I love kids. Anyway. Um, is because, uh, no, I mean, I, like I had a doctor on, uh, several months ago who was like nice enough to come on after, you know, like years ago, we just, I remember we just ran with the department of health press release about the guy. And, um, it was a really terrible, like, it's one of those things where I look in the mirror and I'm like, I, you know, you, like, I have had to come to terms with what, you know, I have done as a, like, as, as what, exactly what you just said, like it's fake journalism and yeah. I'm not even trying, I'm not like trying to do journalism. Uh, like right now I'm just throwing this, this is the stuff that I get in my, I'm getting in the chat and it was just something I could show you that says the same thing. And the spokesman review is my old industry. So that's why I showed you that. Cause I, I know yes. you, you've been attacked for a long time and I get it. Um, I, I guess that's why I bring it right, up. Because, right, but just, just and I for, didn't really want to even waste this much time on it. I just wanted to bring no, it up because it's out there and people are saying it. And I didn't want to ignore it. If you this advice if, moving if, forward for you is when the dregs of society in these chats and in Reddit do this, you just ignore them. Like it isn't because when you ask for a comment, you're making it real. You're saying like, imagine if I just went up just to a random guy and I'm like, you've been accused of pedophilia. Any comments? I want to <laughs> tell your side of the story. And no, I know it's you think it's funny. I've had to go to zoning for the last six months. I understand. Because, no, because, I don't think it's because funny. your old industry is promoting comments on nonsense blogs run by literal pedophiles. So I have to go there and I have to be called a Nazi and all this stuff by these people because I'm building a 400 square foot non electric hunting cabin with a bunch of other people. All right. And so I have to go there and defend myself. And it's been six months. I had to hire a lawyer, cost thousands of dollars. Oh, all my scam money. It's so stupid. I'm somebody who's actually trying to build alternatives to the hell that you're facing. Like I Bart, agree. Bart Rockfin, that that's such a joke. I'm a, <laughs> I've, I've headlined Lincoln Center. Martin from Rockfin, although I'm not mad at the guy, like I actually just think he made a bad um, business decision. It's just this one of these crypto sites claiming free speech. And getting terrified if anyone says a joke that goes against the mainstream, it's like, what do they think is coming? I'll tell you what's coming, a financial collapse, and people aren't going to have running water and heat. And then they're going to look at people like me that they called insane, and they're going to want goat milk, and I'm going to tell them to fuck off. Because they've spent the last five years talking about, oh, this guy's, can can you comment? I just want to tell your side of the story. Have you been abusing your children? It's like, my dad taught rhetoric. He taught Al Roker. He taught Seinfeld. I know how this works. Those are called rhetorical questions. Do you have any comments on the accusations that you're a Ruby Ridge Nazi? Uh, so if I do these interviews, I usually like to just know that that isn't the, the, I mean, I'll talk about anything, but that's just so low and gross and stupid. Well, you didn't even let me, you didn't even let me go into why I pulled up that spokesman review article. You just went or off. Reddit. You brought up a Reddit page that has spent the last four years trying to get me put in prison. 
trying to get my kids taken I from me. I know that. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, it's it's crazy. It's I crazy. genuinely so, did not know that. Oh, I no, just, journalists never know anything. They never know. I'm anything. not a journalist. I'm just I'm just no, having a conversation it. with you on the internet. I get I it. No, it's like you I guys never know. I wasn't trying to trap you. I swear, I was it's, not you trying. You guys to trap never you. know. It's just you just force gump your way into just more. You know, trying to ruin people's lives. I get it. That's anyway, not what else what I was trying to do? No, I know. It's like that. It's it's not that you're trying to do it. You just don't care. You know what I'm no, saying? That's not true either. You're making a lot of assumptions about me. I'm making assumptions. You brought up the Reddit page. I asked you a question. It. You didn't ask me. Find something on the internet about me. Well, I'm sure you, you can find a lot of crazy stuff they, about me. I'm happy to answer this question. Okay. The, okay. Are you going to bring up the pictures where they put my wife's uh, face on no, a No, I don't even know about all that stuff. I just wanted you to answer well, how, the question about Victoria. That's it. Journalism. You're just doing journalism. I get it. No, I'm not doing. I already said no three times, but I'm just trying <laughs> right, to. Well, what else do I talk about? Go ahead. What's, what can we talk about? You tell me. Anything you want. I, I, I'll talk about Reddit for the rest of the time. If you want. What they do is they, it's called, it's called, uh, what are they, me and my buddy came up with a whole idea of what it is. It's kind of like how you launder money. You can launder slander. So what you do is you just get a quote and then you launder it and launder it and launder it until it's like, we have proof that Owen Benjamin is a alien from Ruby Ridge. I don't know. It's fine. You can talk about whatever you want. I just don't have that much time. So it's like, if you want to talk about Reddit, we can. Yes, yeah, too you know, bad. I'm not running a scam. So, you know. No, I did. I honestly got, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize that all that stuff had happened in the background. And I was just, when, like, because I entered, you know, I have people on who have been drugged through the mud by my old industry. I want, they oftentimes don't get a fair shake. They don't get to like say it in their own words. And so I guess like silly me, that's what I thought, that's fine. you know. I get it. It's totally cool. It obviously isn't because you're. <laughs> no, I'm not mad at you. I'm just talking. Really? No, I swear to God, I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm just talking to your audience and for other people in the future that that isn't a good move where you go, hey, I'm just going to tell your side of the story. What if I just grabbed a random black guy on the street? And I'm like. People assume you're going to steal their bikes. Do you have any comment? You know, they'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> right? I, your, I totally see your point. Like, okay. So like I'm, this. The I'm running a scam. Like we just, uh, you've known me for a half an hour. I know like, it's too bad. I, I thought you would just say that's ridiculous. Like, you know, we have all these people that are, we're doing weddings or this, whatever. And people just been trying to trash their target. Right, but you're promoting Reddit. You're promoting, you're saying, Hey, look, there's a threat. So I'm not promoting by there. showing something that's out there. That's like one of the got, things got I hate it. when people got say it. that just because cool. you show something, you're promoting it. I'm just asking you because it was out. I honest to God really didn't. I, no, I, it's I, fine. I, I thought like, and, and you tell me, like, honestly, if I were to redo this, okay, since we're, we're obviously just going to stay on this. Yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm <laughs> enjoying where it. we're at with what you, you want to talk about. What would be the yeah, best way? What would be, would it be just to ignore it altogether? Obviously. Or, obviously. Okay. You, want it, you want me to, like, if, if, are you on a uh, bit shoot? You want me to go to one of your videos right now and just start reading all the comments? No, you but know? that's what I'm saying. If you want to do that. Why would I mean, do that? It just looks so retarded. I'm not on bitch shoot though. I should be. No, because you're still on YouTube because you're I wouldn't get mad at you. That's great. I used to get, when I was on YouTube, I'd have 50,000 live viewers. And I was a really good comedian. And I did. I was one of them. Right. And then they kicked me off. And then they kicked me off Venmo and Vimeo and PayPal and Podbean and all that. And so 
it's great that you get to be on these platforms, but I don't get to. So, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good for you. Okay. Okay. If well, you ever say uh, like true shit that goes against mainstream, trust me, you'll be, be on bitch shoot with the rest of the dregs of society like me. <laughs> uh well, I really honestly, Ad Owen, I really appreciate everything that you guys are doing out there, Taria. Yeah. I mean, I told you that I've really enjoyed the documentary. That Reddit, and- thread, that Reddit thread promoted a stalker to come to my house and take pictures of my kids. How did I? I didn't know that. I just how could to- you know it? All it takes is you just look into it before you bring it up on your stream, right? It's not that. And how would I find out that CPS was coming to your house? I don't know. People are so nuts. Who I knows, didn't know right? that. Who knows? Right? No one knows anything. I didn't, I did, I genuinely didn't know. I genuinely no didn't know. No one knows. It's all good. All well, right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, I if mean, anybody wants I, to watch okay, my Okay, you know what? One, one thing I, would, I was going to say, I never got to finish okay. my sentence, but it, it does bring up a very similar issue. Back when I was in corporate news, and I mean, yeah, I'm still, like, obviously, I'm still learning a lot, and I'm way behind on a lot of stuff. Um, I'll be the first person to admit it. But it, it, it was one of the first times that I woke up to realizing that there's like constant messaging coming at us with the Department of Health, for instance, in that particular case, saying like this guy's experimenting on his patients when he was really helping a lot of people. And there was just, you know, this came and we just took it as gospel. We just felt like the government was there to help. And uh, that, you know, we just went outside his office and, you know, just repeated what they said. And we completely defamed him. And it was it was a terrible yep. situation. And the guy could totally. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him if he like cursed my grave for the rest of his life. I'm not going to um, curse your grave, by the way. I think he did just make a mistake. I don't think it was malicious. I just get, I just like, it, it's all right. I just, just so many people have no idea what it's like to be outside of the beast that they, the innocence of it can be annoying. If that makes sense, like I don't think, I think that you have good intentions of doing this stream, and I, you're probably a wonderful mother and a really cool person, but. I think a lot of people don't think at all about what it's like for like the defamed doctor or me, where you just go, I I had a 16 year, very good Hollywood career. I was one of the leads of a sitcom for three years. Adam Sandler put me in four movies. I was a lead of a movie on Netflix. I done Leno and all this stuff. And I gave it up factually because I was standing against abuse of children. And now Mm -hmm. I have to sit here on, on streams and act grateful that someone has me on to tell my side of the story against fucking Reddit. And I'm just like, this is so pathetic and stupid that I don't want, I don't need to do that. You know, I'd That's rather fair. just keep building my thing. And I'm not, you know, it's, it's not like I'm saying you're doing anything to me or that you want you. It, it's just the obliviousness of people where they're just like, so do you have any comments? I mean, everyone says you killed, you know, you killed your neighbor. Any comments? It's like, what the fuck, man? You know? And I have enough, uh, you know, I have enough challenges. I We run now our own, um, we have our own servers, our own social media, our mm-hmm. own uh, platforms. And frankly, I'm doing better now than before. I have, I'm closer to a lot of real living human beings that aren't like zombie bots. I live in a beautiful place. But the fact these narratives are out there that like I tried to do something good for my listeners and that's where I got my house. I used to get $30,000 a show. It's like I was a really successful Hollywood entertainer. I lived in a barn for a year and a half as we built our house because I had accumulated 
properties that I sold because I was no longer allowed on Airbnb. So that's, if you want me to respond to Reddit, that's it. Reddit, a lot of those are paid trolls. Just to let people know, a troll, they get like 20 cents every time someone responds. That's a true story. So an NGO that doesn't like that I'm going at David Hogg because they're trying to, you know, disarm the American population or they're trying to push trans hormones, Teva Pharmaceuticals out of Israel, okay? And so they're trying to do uh, legislation so that uh, no one can boycott the only pharmaceutical company giving hormones to five-year-olds. So then they pay a bunch of people to write a bunch of bullshit narratives about me in comment sections and Reddit, and then people pick them up on YouTube and they go, do you have any comments for fucking fun, fun boy 69 on Reddit? Who is that? Oh, just a faceless entity that's just working to dismantle your government and your way of life. Okay, no, I don't actually have a comment, but now I've been asked to give a comment that narrative is starting to go forward. And that's how they launder lies. They launder it up the chain. Mm. And so, so it's just, I can't believe people still fall for this shit. You know, it's 2022. Like people just, you know, wore a mask for two and a half years for no fucking reason. And they're injecting themselves with all this poison. And then now eight-year-olds are having uh, strokes and everyone's pretending it's no big deal. But yeah, we're taking Reddit seriously. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's all good. You know, it's uh, it's fine. I, I I think you make a lot of fair points, so I appreciate that you did that. I yeah, honestly, yeah, we'll, be friend, we'll be better friends for it. Conflict isn't bad. Like, well, just, somebody said you're talking to me. Wait, I got to find it. It's kind of funny. Uh, he's talking to Allison like she's a man, <laughs> which is I appreciate if that's really what's going on here, um, that I get to be in the club. But, <laughs> you know, I... Well, I'm talking to you like a journalist, like somebody. You can't offend. You can't offend me. It's real. Like I don't. I, I honestly appreciate. I'm not attempting it. to offend you, Jesse. Trust me. What'd you say? I'm not attempting to offend you. I promise. Well, I would far more appreciate you just being honest and handing it to me than like just playing. You know. Oh yeah. Well, I don't. You know. If that's if because it helps me learn. I mean, I at the end yeah. of the day, I guess I. You know, I just didn't really think about it that way. And you're right. Like. A lot of people are saying, you know, Owen's been attacked for a long time. And and you're right. One of the things that we were really bad about in the news business was just like exactly what you pointed out, which is just like burning things down and then moving on to the next thing. Like it was just like our job and we were, we didn't even know what we were talking about. We didn't have time to even find out what we were talking about, even if we wanted to know what we were talking about, all that stuff. And I don't think took seriously enough the effects of what we did on the actual people's lives and we would yeah. just like move on to the next thing. Um, and so I, I know, I totally appreciate that you brought that up. Um, I've done and- that. It just hasn't been in news. Like for me, it was when I was much younger and much more promiscuous looking back. I can't believe how many like women I hooked up with and I didn't even think about, you know, it's a lot like that. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to like, but it's similar to what you just described with news where you're like, La-di-da, I'm just yeah. going through life. Oh, old habits, old like, habits die hard. You know what I mean? And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. This and this is a great episode, like, by the way. People are going to rewatch this and think it's legendary. So don't, don't, don't <laughs> uh, feel bad about this. This is, this is the kind of conversation that people should be having where somebody. Yeah, I'm going to retitle it like Owen Benjamin hands it to journal, like corporate <laughs> journalism. <laughs> Yeah, we I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not a journalist. And then people are like, see, she's not a journalist. And you just think she's a journalist, you know, anyway. But, you, you know, one- you make a great point because it's about it's about carelessness. It's not about thinking because I think a lot of people, even high up 
people that conspiratorial minded people think are trying to hurt us, even the banks, you know, a lot of those people, I, I happen to know some billionaire bankers and they're not sitting around rubbing their hands like we think they are trying to figure out a way to hurt us. They're, they, they just don't think about it. They just don't, they don't think of the repercussions and they just keep operating based on their own like day-to-day -day needs. And I've been there too. And I still, I'm sure I do it in certain ways as well, but when it comes to internet slander, I'm going to stand up for myself and I'm going to be yeah. very direct about it. Yeah. And you've been, you've been in the game a lot longer than I have when it comes to, like you said, just the, the trolling and the bots and, yeah. and all the, all the just like manipulation that happens behind the scenes that like, I probably still assume mostly is like real, you know, real not people. Real. Yeah. You're right. And you're, and it's not, it's all fake and it's a mind game and it's easy to get sucked into. And so, no, I totally, you know, my, my husband and I, um, because of we, so we were kicked out of our, when our daughter was born, it was at the beginning of COVID and we had to find a new place to live like right away because our landlord decided to sell the property. And we've been like on this kind of journey, you know, away from Seattle and out of the city and trying to eventually buy land and everything. And we had people that saw the YouTube channel that we were getting evicted. We were just telling people like what was going on. We had to find any place to live. And they offered their farm in Northeast Washington. And we were going to, we were like headed there to see it. Uh, it drive like about to drive off with, you know, the new baby and everything. And, and it was going to be a great deal. And it was on a sheep farm and we were really excited about it. And their neighbors saw that my husband uh, is like a human behavior professor teacher guy for law enforcement like he he is trying to keep cops from killing people by just saying they're scared and you know i had to shoot somebody because i was scared and they didn't, don't know what they're talking about and so they, they didn't want us living next to them because they thought we were going to be like the next ruby ridge like we were bringing that so we end up losing housing because of Whoa. that whole thing and, and just people said online so i mean I, and i lost my job last year over this podcast so i totally under like i would never want to perpetuate something where somebody, you know, like has these negative real world consequences based on complete, like, even if it was real, I, I don't want to be necessarily the person that, but even totally if it's fake. No, so if it's I, real, I, I, I just it. put if myself real, in your shoes. So I understand where you're coming from. I'm sorry. No, no if it's real, I totally, if, if it's real, people need to be held accountable, you know, and no, I, I'm, real. but it's so blatantly not real. It's like, they got my mom fired. She was a professor. She was 78 years old. You know, it's, it's just evil, sick shit. And the fact yeah. you've been through it, so you get it. It's like, um, that's cool. Your husband does. That sounds very interesting and good for you for, uh, accepting the firing and just keep doing your podcast. That's, that's very commendable. But well, they gave me, they gave me the opportunity to stop doing it and stay, but that felt like a deal with the devil. And it was oh, with yeah, the government. Totally. I was shooting wildfire videos, like just very, just going out and interviewing firefighters for pot, you know, their videos is the department of natural resources. And so they just, you know, Hey, here's a firefighter. He's on the front lines, but it's like, it's very hot and putting that together. So not related to COVID whatsoever, but because they had a vaccine mandate and I had people that were coming on, you know, on my off time and everything, but apparently the government can regulate that too. Uh, even yeah. if you're a government employee. So yeah, they said I could keep my job if I stopped interviewing people that were questioning mandates and you. undermining their mandate. Wow. Well, I have a lot of respect for that. Good for you. Well, I appreciate it. Well, at least I found one thing that you think positive. No, no, I, I bet we we become friends. We have a lot in common. But I've just the Reddit thing is just uh, it's not even a sore spot. I'm just going to hammer it down whenever that that happens. And I also 
for those of you listening, like I am in a grumpy mood today. Like I already did my stream today and I, and I yelled at, at one of my buddies for like a half hour. Cause I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Cause one of my kids was up and then, uh, I'd like, we have a newborn. I know what that's like. Yeah. And I got a newborn calf and everybody's just covered in milk. And I, so I, I had like a big morning of just yelling. And so, uh, I am kind of in one of those confrontational day moves and it's just one of those days. But, uh, you know, that's the reality of that Reddit thread is so this is what I think journalists should do. And this is what I try to do, even as a comedian, sure. is um, if you're going to make a claim or even accuse someone, they better be like blatantly doing something. Like for me, I was called an anti-Semite and got in a lot of quote unquote trouble because three years ago or four years ago, I called out the Sackler family that was responsible basically for the entire opioid crisis. Like it was one family who call themselves a certain tribe. So of course they can then say anti-Semitism um, owned the patent and distributed and made billions of dollars on Oxy. And so I'm, that's in, that's public. That's like, there's no secrets about that. You know, it's the same with Teva pharmaceuticals. There's one company that is pumping kids filled with hormones. They also uh, push, you know, they, they uh, finance, media to get kids to want to be quote unquote trans. It's so sick the, saying that I'm stealing from my listeners to build my own house is wildly not true. It's just, there is no evidence of that. So people are like, you know, I just want to hold people accountable and I'm just going to accuse people of crazy criminal shit without any evidence. That's like a whole different ball game than saying, Oh, I think Bill Gates is trying to lower the population of the world. And people are like, Oh, how dare you accuse a great man? I'm like, he got an award from the UN this year for doing that. Like they gave him an award for lowering the population of the world. It's called the Population Award. So the guy who kills the most amount of people literally gets a shiny present and he holds it up and goes, yay. And so I go, I think he's trying to lower the population. I might, you might not want to take medical advice from a guy who literally gets awards for killing people. And they go, oh, you're a real conspiracy theorist. I'm like, no, the conspiracy theorist that's unhinged would be the one who thinks that I'm collecting money for a campground to pay for my own house. That's wildly insane. Or that I'm trans. I'm six eight. Like it's it's like to say that I'm transsexual is wildly stupid. Who says that? Reddit, the, the your your source. And my that, source. <laughs> that, that exact thread literally yeah. claims that I'm that me and my wife are both trans and that we're working for the Jesuits. And it's like, I'm not going to pretend that that's something I have to address. Like oh it's, it's insanity. Well, I just haven't made it to the level yet where I'm sure the, eventually the rumors will come out about whatever. Hopefully I end up with some spicy ones like you. I mean, if I'm going to be in it, I would at least like something that's going to keep my attention. You know, right now all I just get is boring stuff. Like, right-wing extremist or you know uh i don't even know like that's what i think that's what i get more than anything or um i'm i'm cia that's the other thing i get a lot like like i would survive in the cia like i'm smart enough to be in the cia but i know i was thinking that as a compliment when people are like owns a fed i'm like oh you think i'm losing weight thank you <laughs> well you know <laughs> It, no, it, it's, 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 it's what, I mean, you're totally right. Like when, when, okay. So like, just to, just to wrap this part up, like 
when I was asking you about the, the ghost from the Christmas past, which like led into that, because those are some of the guys that make these snide comments about everything. Where does it all stand with those guys? Like, do you still talk to them or is it like, no, we've totally gone separate ways. Like, cause I know that you, you were really good friends privately. with a lot of them for a while. Yeah. Some of them I talk to privately, but I've, I've learned to not respect that. So I just don't, I don't talk to them anymore. Like people would be texting me privately and be like, Yo, man, I'm, you know, you, oh, I'm, you're right. That. Hollywood's fucked. And I'm like, so why not say that live? Right. You know, like, dude, you know, I, I got bills to pay. I'm like, you yeah. made $1.5 million this year. Are you not free yet? Are mm-hmm. you still a slave? You know, I just had to work for my brother 20 bucks an hour because I'm not allowed in comedy clubs anymore because I'm against mutilating children's genitals. So, yeah. and, and I get that they're just kind of like, really. You flew alone on that one and took you you took the beat down for everybody who now can have that conversation and and just be called like um you know heated or something whereas like you lost everything for bringing that up because you were way ahead of the times on it. Yeah, that's what that's what I think if I was going to summarize my career in life I I'd, I'd say that as far as people being innocent when they attack me like I consider what you did extremely innocent I I I'm not holding anything against you I'm just going to react um that i'm way far ahead of the curve on a lot of shit you know and so i'll talk about something and that's one reason why it's a shame that all my videos were deleted on youtube because if people go to unauthorized.tv or you know bit shoot but it's kind of hard to scroll go back four years and it's if it was today you know it's like the the things i was talking about with the currency problems and supply chains and um what's going on that's now being exposed it was waste it was so far ahead that uh, and I was offering solutions was one of the reasons that they get really mad at you is when you're like, okay, we have to, I was telling people to uh, know 10 people within 10 miles, shrink the supply chain, find out where there's a farmer nearby where you can get raw milk or groceries from blah, blah, blah. And so that is a, a no, no for the controlling mechanism because they want people desperate, afraid and cold and sick. So if you start not needing the supply chain, they can't hold that over your head if they're doing some form of, uh, you know, uh, central bank digital currency connected to a vaccine, which is obviously what, what they're going to do. And so if you're like, no, I don't need to go to the grocery store. I got Bill, you know, Bill who's got five cows. They're like, ah. And so my community building, and that's what we did at our app too, app.bertaritimes.com. You know, we focus on the good, the true, the beautiful. There's no truth or stuff or politics or anything. I'm more... I'm more into censorship than Rockfin. <laughs> like for us, you don't even, you can't even say shit on it. It's like the purpose is find your tribe, grow your tribe, you know, make old friends for the first time. And people are making families, you know, family is wealth, money is debt. That's like what I always tell people. Because now people are starting to understand the nature of fiat currency. They're IOU notes promised by the devil. And I know that sounds like hyperbole, but in a year or two, people are going to see that even more and more. And so, you know, I'll be really ahead of the curve uh, and then called crazy and all this shit. And then three, four years later, someone just waltzes into it. You know, like Matt Walsh, everyone's like, oh, what is a woman documentary? So brave. I'm like, do you know how many little kids dicks have been cut off since I brought that up? Millions, you know? And so I'm not negating what he's doing, but the same thing that I did that got me kicked off online banking and then people uh, have this notion that I'm just that I'm still just bad. Like Owens is so bad, though. They must have had a reason. 
you know, they must have had a reason to kick his wife off Airbnb. <laughs> uh, no, it's because I openly say sodomy is a bad lifestyle. You know, oh, you sound homophobic. No, I'm not homophobic. I just, it's not good for you. It's a uh, lonely, bad existence. So, hey, since we're on the topic of people who are like kind of jumping onto things, I did a video about Russell Brand yesterday, and somebody said, "Ask Owen what he thinks of Russell Brand," because you know he was jumping on the COVID train for a while, and I, I, I don't know. I think he doesn't. I, well, I'm not going to say what I think. What, 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 what are your thoughts on him as a? Well, I think opposition? he's a he's a quote unquote authorized truther. That's why our site is unauthorized.tv. So uh -huh. you'll get authorized truthers that are allowed to rage against psyops that have passed their peak. You know, okay. like uh, Dave Chappelle can do my joke word for word that I did five years ago. Of Caitlyn Jenner was woman of the year, but hasn't been a woman for a full year. You know, I'm I'm reading this. And Rolling Stone, like it's some major revolutionary joke. And I'm like, I did that in a self-produced uh, special five years ago. And I was called crazy and transphobic and all this. But the PSYOP passes, you know, like the anti-cop PSYOP is starting to pass. I don't know if like, you know, and then you can start making fun of it. You can start making fun of Black Lives Matter. But while it's happening, you can't. They don't, they're saying, oh no, now you got to shut right. your mouth. And so Russell Brand is allowed to express it's a, pr a pressure release valve so everyone uh -huh. sees how stupid it is so now russell brand gets to release the pressure without doing any actual damage to the psychological operation and most importantly not giving people any advice on how to get out of it and that's why i'm yeah. kicked off everything like rock i'm not allowed on freaking rockfin is because it's not because i'm this hateful guy in fact i i would consider myself not at all hateful it's that I, I help people get solutions where it's like, and then they call you a cult leader and stuff. I, nobody's allowed on my property that I don't know super well. Like I'm not a cult leader, <laughs> you know, like I'm like an introvert in a lot of ways. Like I don't, I don't, uh, I, I just encourage people to have what, what we call bear meetups where all over the country, all over the world, uh, listeners in my stream that have a lot in common, they meet up and they, um, and they talk and they just share recipes and exchange goods and they uh feel that like-minded communal presence because one of the psychological tactics is atomize and make people feel alone so that they can be manipulated so russell brand will release the pressure with his it sounds like he's based oh you think something's up with bill gates really yeah his, his dad started planned parenthood like well, you think well they yeah, I mean, it's weird to me when any, whenever somebody is like in a topic that gets people banned, but they never get banned, then I, you exactly. have to ask yourself, like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I see that all the time. It's like snitches, like like in prison. Not that I've ever been to prison. I've never even been accused of a crime outside. Of oh, I was going to bring up that Reddit. No, just kidding. <laughs> but it's like I, I, I really dove into prison mentality because I think a lot of people have prison mentality. And it's it's very similar where it's like. You got someone who's doing a behavior, but he's never getting more years tacked on. Like, that's a snitch, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, so do you think, though, that it's like, because I guess the big question I have had as I've, I've gotten in this world is the organization behind that kind of thing. So is that phenomenon? Because you were talking about how, and I, I totally agree with you, and I say all the time, like, the that I think a lot of the people who are doing some of the most evil sleep very well at night. They do it under yeah. the guise of benevolence. They think that they're saving the world. Um, and so, yeah, when you, when you, when you criticize them by like calling them Satan and all these things, like, 
like they're doing all these evil and they want to kill you and they want it all to them that doesn't even register because they're just like this person's a lunatic because obviously what i'm trying to do is save people like i i don't even understand what they're talking about I, i'm i'm really i'm really the good guy here what, so then the question i have though is like what's the level of organization behind all of it because i get a lot of people who are like it's very organized and they get mad at me when i tell them when i was in tv news like we would never have as a reporter it, it, we didn't say to ourselves in editorial meetings guys, we're, we're sponsored by Pfizer. So we better make sure that exactly. we say all of these positive things that just wasn't, it wasn't even our, we were just as manipulated as the audience. You know, we were just the stormtroopers for Darth Vader. So how many Darth Vaders are there and how many stormtroopers and what's the level of organization? If you're talking specifically about somebody like Russell Brandt, like, does he, does he know that? Does like, what? I don't what think he knows. He I don't think he knows. I, you're right on the money. Cause I've also done a lot of morning news and so I'll look at at some of these conspiracies and I'm like, I know that's not true because the, I'll like going going into morning news, I'd, I'd write on like a napkin, like bring up my dog, bring up my height, you know, and they're like, oh, okay. like they didn't have a shadowy figure behind being like, right. don't forget to inject the children. So I've actually dedicated a lot of thought and study into this exact topic. And this is the topic about who's in on it. Yeah, because like. It's so fascinating how this works. And my theory, which gets a little metaphysical, is it's like a fractal where it's like, I think there is a structure at one point where they, they have an agenda and they do do all this stuff, but almost nobody is in on it. They want you to behave organically with the right uh, worldview. So if you have a satanic worldview, and it's very simple, a lot of people have satanic worldviews where... Humans are the problem. You know, we have to get rid of people. We're poisoning the earth. Uh, uh, the ends justify the means. You can be immoral if you accomplish your goal. Uh, your pleasure and your experience is more important than the truth. Like th these simple things that a lot of people have in them. If you have enough of that, all your choices are going to feed the fractal. It's almost like a bunch of, uh, of uh, snowflakes where it just keeps building. You know how fractals work where you can have an algorithm and just be connecting dots. And over time, you see that it's these beautiful giant pyramids. I think that's how it actually works, where they go, okay, we have a guy who has a similar worldview, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you promote each other with those worldviews. And then every choice they make builds into the conspiracy. And it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. A lot of it has to do with control, fear. You know, people with a lot of fear that want to control other people, yeah. they're all going to latch onto the mask. They're all going to latch onto vaccine. Like, I'm going to make you inject something in your body. You're going to wear a mask if I have to wear a mask. Like that is a lot of people are not in on it. And so, so many of these giant psyops, it's profound how few people can see the whole picture. A lot of truthers know more about the big picture than like George Soros. Like I happen to know people mm -hmm. that know people close to some of these hitters and they're just scared, greedy old men, just scared and greedy. And a lot of them, took the vaccine like a lot of them um wore a mask scared to go outside and i'm like no these are the people doing this to us and it's been a wild ride to see how many people don't know like one of the uh, mm -hmm. like a country with some of the most vaccine damage is israel and i that surprised the hell out of me i was like oh no they're they're doing it and i'm like oh mm -hmm. but they're doing it to themselves like th this doesn't make any sense and so that's why I focus so much on my world, like my internal world, like my, um, my victim, you know, victim consciousness is, the, is, is like one of the worst things someone can have. Like anybody that's like, 
like a victim, not a victor, um, they're going to attract just hell to them all the time because it's one way that they justify their bad behavior where it's like, because what you brought up, if you call these people Satan, ironically, it creates a victim narrative for them where they can justify it more. They're like, everyone's trying to get me. I have to control them. You know, it's it's some interesting shit. That question you just asked, maybe you are a talented journalist. <laughs> I'm not a journalist right now. I'm just talking to you. <laughs> no, but I mean, that is that is the, like such a good question. That's the question everyone wants to know. Like, who's in on it and who knows? And I think very few. Well, then the, the next deeper question from that is why? I mean, and I and so like, I, because I really have no other explanation for it than spiritual, psycho-spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's not facts. I mean, it's definitely not... It's not the person that's been exposed to the facts in the best, the best arguments, uh, because it, you know, it, you could just see it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've covered murder trials before, and there's some people who you just look at, they're like missing something, like they, like the spark, it's gone. And I, I don't know if that's yeah. because it beat the shit out of them when they were kids. You know, I've seen people who've like been through some really serious bad stuff, but then there are other people who somehow come out of that and become you know, really successful. And I, I don't know what, what's the difference? Like, why does one person have a sort of bad life or even a great childhood and they turn out like the total nutcase or can't see things. They've been given the best education and the best opportunities to see the world the way it is, but are just completely clouded. Um, and then the other person who you would think would never have had the chance to, to be aware of this stuff. And, and they're like on it. I mean, I just don't know any other way to just to discern and understand it other than, it's some kind of spiritual phenomenon. And that's my big, two big questions are like, yeah, who's in on it and, and, or who sees it or, or, and why do we see it? I guess, or though, you know, and and like you said, yeah, who's in control. Um, But then also like, why, like, why do some people see it and other people don't? I don't have it. Cause then you could, then you could potentially have a solution, but I don't see one. I think the number one thing is their exposure to Reddit. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't read that. My problem is I don't go to Reddit very often, which is no, why great, I, I, I mean, probably shared it. There's a great way to describe some of these people, and I, I'd call it evacuated. Where, uh, do you remember in that one Batman, the first one where you had Scarecrow, where he'd scare the shit out of people? Like, so he got the, the, the medicine given to him, and he was like, Dr. Blah, blah, blah is not home, and he's just looking like that. That, I think, is why trauma and sexualization of kids and all this stuff um, happens, because let's say there is a a spiritual realm outside of this one, which I firmly believe there is. And I think there's entities that want to get in. They want to get in um, people. You know, this is going to sound so crazy. Your your listeners are going to be like, oh, man, this guy is crazy. But uh, let's say uh, sin. Someone did Allison Blink if you're a lot. <laughs> okay, so no, but I, I think I think you'd be interested in this theory because of that question. So there are people that because of how they live, you know, the Bible calls it a reprobate mind, where you live in such a sick way and you've done so much sin that you're kind of not there anymore. You're not in your own cockpit. And so the more you lose your free will, you can always get it back, though. I don't think people are, like, gone forever that enter this area. But I think then there are, let's just call them forces that can start riding riding people. Because you'll see people acting without any concern for their own self-interest. And it's almost like they're being tortured. 
you know, like my own dad is like a brilliant mind, like a brilliant professor who understands logic and debate and rhetoric and all this. And he lived, you know, he had a lot of secrets and a lot of sin. And so by the end of his life, he's very, um, he's like Gollum, you know, he's very much mm -hmm. like, like motivated, like an old dog is motivated, like motivated by only like fear and physical, like he's had four boosters, like he's just like gone. Yeah. And, uh, and he's so smart. And so it's not smart. It's not no, how yeah. high is your IQ. It's like, how much do you lie? Like, how much do you think you're going to get away with? And that's why in Tolkien and the dark is rising and CS Lewis and all these, all these, uh, books and authors that we really resonate to understand the demon realm, like, uh, CS Lewis's, uh, book about wormwood about uh about the two demons writing letters to each other about how to get the human soul screw i think that, that what's yeah screw tape letters yeah mm -hmm. i think that's a hundred percent where it's like get people in fear get fear is number one false idols in fear you get people worshiping fauci or trump or biden or whoever the hell the false idol is like they're gonna save us and then you get them afraid and then you get them sinning and hurting their neighbor and not being grateful and you got yourself an open vessel and i think that there yeah. are entities that just jump right in they're like eh, and they're just they take your they take your body and they take your life for a ride all right i wanted to can can i ask you one question about the whole rockfin stuff since we never really can ask me anything that isn't about like horrifying slander on you, you can even ask me about that i was just i'm not going i'm not going back there no i'm never going to go to reddit i, I and now i'm going to have like PTSD with Reddit. I'm never going there again. Good, um, good. You need that. It'll it'll help but you. But I I honestly don't go to Reddit very. I I rarely ever read Reddit, which is par partially why I made um I just am naive about that stuff because I don't even know how Reddit really works. Uh, I like I totally agree with you on it being completely manipulated, but I don't yeah. know how. I don't know how the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I don't know how. I'm mean, just on these platforms. You know what I mean? I'm just here so I don't get fined, like Marshawn Lynch used to say on the Seahawks. Oh, I love you know? that too. Yeah, he, just he was awesome. Um, so yeah, so well, I, I'm not gonna play any of it, but like you know, I had Martin on, and you did a talk with Martin too, which so it's like picture and yeah. picture here. So everybody can go watch it because if you want to see what Martin said and what Owen you guys talked about, I, I thought it was a really good video. I learned a lot from both of you guys. But one thing Martin told me. Well, first off, he was not totally sure about his terms of service. So I thought that was interesting. Like he he just had kind of a feeling and it it led him to being concerned that the servers were eventually going to boot Rockfin and then all these people on Rockfin were going to suffer. And so he wouldn't be really sensitive to that. But and then he was asking me, well, what would you do? Like, what would your what would you have as your terms? Like, what is free speech? You know, and I'm like, I don't you know, I don't, I don't really have great answers to all these. So what? I know you told him, hey, the best thing is just to be clear. Like, it's not necessarily that you, yeah, you have to have all this freedom and lollipops and whatever, but it's just like, just be clear. If you want to have a lockdown, just just be, this is direct. So what do you think about it now? Like, looking back on it, are you still kind of, would you want to go back on Rockman? What do you think about Martin's explanations that he gave you? Uh, just curious, like, now that you've had some time and distance from it, what do you think about it all? Yeah, I would go back on there, but I don't need to at all. It wasn't like, uh, it was one of those to platformings that did, it was the first time I'd ever been to platform where I didn't get pissed off. I, I was, I was, don't get me wrong. I it was a bummer. Cause there's a lot of good people on Rockfin, but I was like, what a bad move. Cause in the past talk about, uh, you know, weaknesses, I would have fear. Like if I, like when I got kicked off YouTube, I'm like, how am I going to feed my family? Or like, 
all this stuff i'm like oh they're they're trying to come get me which is um which which is a uh, fear opens you up to bet making really bad decisions and so this time i wasn't afraid at all i was just more annoyed and so i uh we made a really funny video do you see the video that we made uh it, it, the if that's okay with martin from rockfin video where all my listeners because my no, listeners are incredibly diverse when it comes to race religion all over the world you know it, it and so that each one of them was like hey martin i'm black and one of my favorite things is watching owen benjamin make fun of how much i like bananas you know and then the next one would be like be like a jew in israel being like hey martin you know sometimes my inner self really wants to rub my hands and grab some gold owen's the only one who understands that you know and so the whole thing was if that's okay with martin from rockman's this great video i'll send it to you and so we got to have a lot of fun with it. But I told Martin that, that because I don't even know what free speech means. Like I was telling people that I have an easier time touring in Saudi Arabia than America. Right. Because they would say, that. do not mock Prophet Muhammad, peace to be upon him. Don't mock royal family. You get to say three fucks. That's it. It's like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You know, on Rockfin or on YouTube or on any of these platforms, it's like, well, we'll know it when we feel it based on, you mm -hmm. know, whatever medication we're on. You know, it's just like mm -hmm. retarded. And so um, and so my advice to him as a businessman is tell your people what you can and can't say. One of the problems I had with YouTube was the rules kept changing like all the time. And one thing yeah. that I thought was very uh, disturbing mm -hmm. was that people with dark skin were allowed to say a certain word and people with light skin weren't which is the definition of an apartheid state when it comes to speech. So I'm like, I'm not going along with that because as a history major, I mean, my study was World War II. I was II. a history major. See how much we have in common? No, I know. That's why we were fighting like, you know, it was like sibling rivalry. Uh, I, I never had a sister. So, you know, I'm going to make an offer. Um, <laughs> but it was like, I studied World War II. I studied it in Eastern Europe. I know the whole thing is about consent. So it's like, if they make you an offer and the offers are subtle, like you, you're not allowed to say this word, but that rapper's allowed to say that word. It's like, why? It's like, you know, Dave Chappelle has a great bit on this exact topic. I'm not going to say any of the words because I know we're on YouTube, but, you know, it was a woman at Comedy Central allowing him to say one word and not another word. And they and Dave was like, so why am I not allowed to say, you know, a word that starts with F and rhymes with, you know, maggot, right? So, and she goes, well, Dave, it's because you're not gay. And he goes, well, Diane, I'm also not a uh, fill in the blank on the other word. And so these things are soft and slow. And when somebody gives you an offer, like you have to change your speech because of that. And mm -hmm. I made this, this argument where necrophilia is blatantly a more offensive N word that's sex with dead people. Like if your child says, what is the n-word one word is way more offensive to a child than another word it's about having sex with the dead bodies necrophilia another word comes from the latin word for black you know it's really not a big deal and so what i would recommend for martin from rockfin is uh just state what you can and can't say if you if you aren't allowed to make fun of other races no one can you can't say how much blackness in my skin gives me a pass? Do I go into Home Depot and get like these little swatches? Do I like fan out the paint and see like where I'm at? You know, if I'm like, if I lie in the sun for a week, am I allowed to do a different joke? It's just the logic of it is what ushers in communism. 
And so it's a perfect example of what we just talked about where he thinks he's doing good. You know, he's the real hero. It's like, well, I have all these people and they'll all lose their platform if I don't just kill this one guy. And it's like, yeah, but if you kill this one guy, all those other people are going to be scared that they're next. And what exactly did he do legally to get himself cyberly assassinated? Well, you know, he compared, you know, Shaquille O'Neal to a gorilla. Uh, didn't Shaquille O'Neal compare himself to a gorilla? Isn't his Twitter avatar a gorilla? Y yes, but he's allowed to do it because he's the gorilla. It's like, dude. So if I look at Sam Tripoli talking endlessly about how satanic the Vatican is, but I'm not allowed to do that about another group of people. So what is it? Why is that? It's like, oh, well, it's because they're going to attack us. Okay. Well, then you've already given up. You've already sold out. And I recommend you get your own servers. That's what we did. Not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like if that's going to be the concern, I don't know how you're much different than the YouTube. No difference. That you try to... it, yeah. Not only are you not different, you're less handy than YouTube because YouTube, I can figure out how to make a raised garden bed. I can't do that at Rockfin. Right. You know, YouTube is super handy. I'm like listening to songs. I'm figuring out what a good cover crop is for soil. You know, Rockfin is just like the new world order is coming and it's only the Catholic. <laughs> true. And it's like, okay, dude, well, you have no value at all. And then the whole crypto thing where it's like, oh, the only way around banks is this one asset that's 51% owned by JP Morgan. It's like, okay, so that's that's the truth. Like, that's just so pointless. So why do you think he said that he misinterpreted your jokes and that he doesn't believe in lifetime bans, but you're not back on Rockfin. What have they reached out to you, or do you think they're just hoping it all dies off and that you just never come back? Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't want to cause him problems. To be honest, like I, he seems kind of sweet. <laughs> like I think Martin oh, seems like yeah, I think he's a nice guy too, and I think he's an <laughs> idealist. I mean, his personality anyway kind of rings to me like he's just he's sort of an idealist about stuff. Um, and his buddy but I, I thought it was a bad business decision. I thought that was weird. Oh, so stupid, so bad. Like I'll I've like texted with him about like homesteading stuff. I'm like yeah. I go invest, I'm like invest in cow coin. It's just like a cow giving birth. Mm -hmm. Like that's actual fertility. Um, but yeah, I would go back on, but I'm not going to pressure the guy. And I, I don't want to make a scene because I don't want it to happen again. I don't want like him, like every 10 right. days to just get a little text from Martin. Like, can we go analyze your joke? That would be so funny though, man. It would just, be a funny, like, relationship. it would be so funny if you just got banned like once a month from Rockman. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You just keep yeah. coming back on Rockman. And it's like, and then I do a video like every month where I'm like, Martin, Martin just banned Owen Benjamin again. Martin, here's a Reddit thread. What do you think about this? Like, this is what people are saying about it. <laughs> I think yeah, that's be so, Because I've realized I get the, a lot of heat. It's not even like the, the people I thought in the beginning. I was like, oh, these banksters are after me or any of the, or the FBI. Or none of that. It's all nonsense. A lot of it is Hollywood because I compete with them. Because I know some stuff happening behind the scenes. A lot of times when a company or a person will get like an email with all these links to like how bad of a man I am. I know who's sending some of this stuff and it has to do with Hollywood. It has to do with uh, the fact that I like imagine a world where comedians didn't pay their agents 10%. You know, I, I realize that I'm a bit of a, uh, what's it called in business where you, uh, you shake things out, a disruptor. Mm -hmm. So, cause I was innocently talking about innocent. I've done this. That's why, you know, 
So I, I was a little hard on you in the beginning. My bad. I just didn't know you yet. So I was it's like, fine. what the fuck is this? You, yeah. I mean, if you did your research, Owen, you would have known. <laughs> All right. So uh, well, Coddington, who set this up, just kept being like, oh, you got this interview. She's really cool. I'm like, yeah, and he's right. You should have listened to him. I just didn't, I just didn't know what kind of pot of water I was stepping in. So I but now. I appreciate it because you're, you know, you brought up some really good points and I I totally take them to heart and I it, I will be better at talking to people on this platform on these platforms thanks to the t- thanks to the feedback you gave me so I yeah, I've only known you 15 it. minutes if I'd known you longer I wouldn't have assumed that I was just like well it's been 15 minutes and you're already quoting my enemy so I will start beating the drum and I literally have a drum right here I can beat if I get really it, all right so anyway I think um, but you know what just real fast on on that note you know I don't know, like, what do I know about being on these platforms or whatever? But I do think you're right. People make a big mistake um, treating treating this like it is, like, the really real world. Because it feels like you transition. Like, it's your, it is kind of, I mean, you're talking to people. So, it, I don't know. In my brain, it's, I, I still think of it as, like, you're having real conversations. Like, not you specifically, but the chat and the comments and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way, dude. That's what got me in a lot of trouble. And yeah, but you got you can't do that because it's it yeah. is it's a total mind game, and it's just it'll turn you into a terrible person. And you're right. Then you'll go. I have to ask him about this because otherwise people are going to think that I'm I'm not you know baller enough to ask him the hard questions or right, stuff like right, that. Right. You're right. Who cares what? Anyway. And they're baseless. And it's yeah. like because uh, I used to spiral. Like looking back, I didn't fully understand how the internet worked, and I did make a lot of mistakes because I treated everyone like they were like it was the '90s. I'm yeah. like, you just said that to me. And it's like, yeah. but who are they? And right. so I used to get so freaked out. Like now I don't personally care about Reddit and all that stuff. I just don't want to give it like, I just don't want every conversation to be like, do you have a comment about fun boy 69? Yeah. But it's I don't really, personally I care because there's a whole underground of the internet where people are just like super gross and weird where they're just mm-hmm. like, they want to hurt people. And you know, and I used to think it was only me. And and just looking at the fact that, you know, you and your husband have faced this stuff and some of the sweetest people I know on online, like I now know a lot of uh, homesteaders and uh, a lot of the, especially a lot of these women that are just like nice and caring and they'll get the most vicious, vile shit sent at them. And I'm like, oh, this is like a sport for psychopaths, like these yeah. like quiet DMV workers that are like psychopathic and love sadism. They'll just pop on the internet and just be like, they're, they're just trying to find your weakest, uh, you know, vulnerability to get you going and mad. And so that's why um, uh, it's just, it's best to just ignore it. And that's not weak at all. It's like, it takes a while to not feed the trolls. Cause people used to say right. that to me, they go, don't feed the trolls. I'm like, no, it has to be addressed. Fun boy 69. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like gay panda penis 44 has made a claim against me. And yeah. it's not, it's literally not that because I was just like you. I'm like, if I don't address the claim, I mean, I'm just walking away from it. Yeah. And it hijacks your entire world. And to the point where you have so much good stuff to talk about. And yeah. Everybody's like, gay panda penis 44 has made a claim against you. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And I, yeah, I got a little bit better at it, but I'm not perfect. That's for damn sure. Okay. Final question. So you can go back to your home sitting life. Um, I guess if you could do anything differently over the course of the last, I don't know. You're, I think you're about my age. You're in your early forties. Forty-two, yeah. Okay, I'm forty-one. I just had had a baby at forty-one, so I, I feel like I, I feel like hey, I first baby. Room. Say that again. First baby. 
Second. Nice. Actually, you'd like this story. We, um, my birthday was two weeks ago and I was 37 weeks pregnant and we decided to still go hiking in Oregon. And we researched to make sure that there was like emergency care there if, you know, something happened, but we really didn't think that we were going to have to anyway. So we went hiking and my water broke. And so ended up having our um, son. Yeah. In Northeast Oregon. And it was like actually a really great a little t- tiny like rural hospital um where classic. things were way better like i had to fight them on induction because when your water breaks they want to induce you they want to induce you anyway for anything i mean you sneeze and they're like we need to induce you know but <laughs> but in this case like i actually you know I, I i feel like they were really listening versus like if we had ended up in where spokane would have been our home you know home base and i had issues with our last pregnancy so they want me in a hospital but um anyway long story short they actually were turning people away because they're so short on staff and it would have been i think a pretty terrible experience so i'm glad it ended up that that way um why was i telling you this oh okay for homestead yeah what would you do like looking back on the last 20 years what would you do differently if anything or do you feel like you're change the thing swear okay. to god because every change would not would have not led me here like i thought about that like i'm me and my wife last night were just talking about how grateful we are. We're just like, we got all our kids around. We're building something around our generator. We're just like, the weather's beautiful. Our, our, and we met, you know, in Hollywood 10 years ago. And it's like, she had like a, a pink streak in her hair, a purple streak in her hair. I was hung over from, you know, doing shows. And, and we were kind of train wrecky. And out of that, we've built this incredible life. And so I'm as much as I can be a dick and sound like I'm kind of aggro, I'm so grateful for how things turned out. And like, I never would have imagined that I'd have, you know, actual love in my life and kids and farming. And that's why all these like obstacles, I don't mind. I'm not worried about the future because it seems like the more obstacles and the more interesting shit that gets thrown at us, the stronger we get. And so um, I would, I would definitely tell your audience that, that don't regret any of it, you know, learn from it. I mean, I've made tons of mistakes, tons, but you know, it's all, it all, you know, there is a plan. Like there is a story here. There is like, cause we get a lot of, on my live stream, there's a lot of synchronicities, like a lot, like to a point where you can't ignore it. And that term is very new agey and I, I don't really, but it's just a fact like all I'll be talking about some. I'll open a piece of mail because that's the one place that didn't ban me. Martin was the post office. <laughs> so I'll open a piece of mail and it'll, the first line will be like the line I just said. Like shit like that happens all the time. And so they're just these little winks from the divine. Like everything's going to be okay. Like there's a story unfolding. And so just can to- I, can I also just give a shout out to the, to the, this guy in who said like nothing the entire time. There? Yeah. I mean, that literally looks like Justin Trudeau. He does. And he just sat there. And then Martin at one point is like, anything else you want to add? He's like, nope. <laughs> like, I'm just going yeah, to say here. a word. Didn't say yeah. A word. And I want to shout out Martin for talking to me because I've been, I've had a lot of opposition in the past. And I'm, I'm very confrontational with anybody that has a problem with me to my detriment to the point where I've had to dial it down. Um, and, and Martin, the fact that we could do a stream together, I thought was a real step in the right direction. And so mm, I agree. Yeah. Because, I didn't get any, any like animosity or sense of no, rage or no, anything. No. no, I think he was genuinely surprised that I didn't hate Jews. 
because I, because <laughs> he didn't really know me. You know, he did a lot of times this happens when people don't really know someone. So he gets sent this, these links and he probably, he told me this, that he thought I was going to be like, yeah, Jews suck. Like, and instead I'm like, don't misrepresent me. Don't act like I hate Jews. Cause I do jokes about Jews. And he's like, wait, what? Cause you know, spokesman review and all this shit. That's like, you know, Ruby Ridge compound, blah, blah, blah. By the way, Ruby Ridge was the government killing someone's family. It wasn't exactly like, right. Comparing well, me to yeah. Ruby Ridge is like crazy. Anyway. Yeah. So, so that I thought was very, very funny because Martin was surprised that I wasn't this like proud anti-Semite. And I'm like, well, not that anti-Semite even means anything, but, um, no, I'm like, no, I, I just don't pull punches. Like if I'm going to make fun of Christians, I'm going to make fun of Jews. Like that's, that's fair. And if not, that means someone's paying you, which means you're not a real comedian, you know, unless you're doing it for the audience. You know, it's like a lot of corporations right now are clearly getting hooked up by central banks and not their customers. That's why, you know, Oreo is like pushing rainbow flags and shit. That doesn't make any sense unless they're getting paid from somewhere else, you know? Right. Yeah. And or like you were talking about earlier, I mean, they're they're not being they're not being like edgy or or they're not like on the front end of any of these like movements or it's always they're always they're always like when it's safe and and when they're exactly. they can profit off of it if they really were like if they were really part of a, some kind of protest movement i would have been like decades ago that they were talking about. so yeah i mean it's just a business decision okay but real fast oh and following up to that that question about like you wouldn't change anything what what would be the thing that you would say then woke you up to seeing things for what they are uh versus like living in the illusion if you were to tell people like one thing you know it was when i saw evil that's what brought me back to having a spiritual existence as well because i was always agnostic and fairly hedonistic for a while uh when i saw evil like you know like that there is just like evil in this world like there's there's a malevolent force but that, how how did you come to see it? Like that's my question. Did you start you spending more quiet time? Did you children? Oh yeah, sure. yeah. Because my my uh my piano oh. teacher. Oh hey buddy, this is Lily. Hi he, Lily. She usually has a ponytail. That's why I was I was just wondering. Yeah, she came in again, so I figured. Oh yeah, so we don't have to. It. Well, yeah, that's you know, as you can see, it's like how can anybody get mad at that or want to hurt that? And so the fact that that exists. Is Sorry. Like, okay. No, it's great. I love it. That happens to me sometimes. That's why I'm in my barn because it's like every now and then they still make their way up here, though. They always find me. Uh, but that was that was the wake up moment for me was that uh, there's people that for no logical reason want to traumatize kids. And so um, it changed. It, it made me not assume, uh, you know, one thing I used to always say, like I used to not believe in any of these conspiracies and uh i'd say why would they lie that was always the thing i would say is why would they lie like that makes no sense like why would you fake that why would you do a 9-11 like why would you do that and um they there's reasons and the reasons are pretty dark and pretty uh demonic and so that that opened me up to saying okay i might have to be responsible for my family's food okay well i have to figure out how to farm because I, i couldn't trust you know, Pockets of the Future has a great YouTube channel, and he was talking about how you have to read the ingredients now. It's like this metaphor for all of life as a truther, where it's totally. like, where it's like before you never had to read the ingredients. You're just like, why would anyone want to hurt me? 
And now you have to like read the ingredients. And that's how I am with every news event. It's like, yeah. read the ingredients. Why are they doing that? And people are like, well, why would they want to traumatize you? I'm like, it's a, it's just a way to make slaves. Trauma, fear, trauma, fear. And then people just look that you create like this, uh, this Stockholm syndrome where you look to the dominant force, which would be the corporate banking state apparatus. And you're like, help me, save me, daddy. And so yeah. that's why trauma makes the clown world go round. And that's why to see them start on kids, I'm like, oh, there's some real evil in this world. And when you see evil, you have to realize that there's also real good in this world. That's a good way to end it. I appreciate it. Oh, and thank you for, for taking the time to do this. And thanks everybody in the chat for bearing with us as we worked out that little therapy session we had there. It's all good. It's all good. I love it. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. And I appreciate you taking the time to do it. Anything else you want to say, like where people should go find you, follow you? Uh, we talked about Building Bertaria, the documentary. It's very good. Uh, recommend it, buildingbertaria.com. Uh, you can find me at reddit.com. I'm just kidding. You can find me at uh, unauthorized.tv uh, or bitshoot.com slash Owen Benjamin. I'm on Rumble, Telegram, VK. Uh, what are the other ones? Odyssey. And also, uh, if you want to send me a letter, I'm P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. And then BertariaCampgrounds.com if anyone wants to read about the new mission in Missouri. We just uh, sent our horse to a trainer. Uh, then we picked her back up because, uh, well, it's a long story. Anyway, in Sandpoint. Is that where you are? Yeah. Okay. It's, that's a really nice area. We just, Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. yeah, we just got back from there. We really like it. Okay, everybody. Thanks again. And uh, I will see you next time.